So this morning's reading comes from the book of Luke, chapter 24, starting at verse 13 to 35. So Luke 24, 13 to 35. Now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things? he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed, before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. He said to them, how foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going further. But they urged him strongly, stay with us, for it is nearly evening, the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem, there they found the eleven and those with them assembled together and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Good morning. Thank you, Kerry. Uh, I always love it when you read. You have a very listenable voice, if that's a word. Um, yeah, good morning. I'm Kate. I'm one of the youth ministers here at St Paul's, and I'm just going to share a few thoughts with you this morning. Although um, my six-year-old did just say to me, Mummy, are there groups today? And I said, no, but I'm doing the talk. He was like, oh, are there groups next week? <laughs> yeah, so I'm quite... Try and keep it short and fun. Um, So today, thinking about the road to Emmaus, um, which obviously got me thinking about walking. Um, Walking is something that I have taken up a little bit more lately over lockdown. There wasn't much else to do, was there? And I'm not a runner, so I thought I'll go out for runs, did a few more runs, got myself a Fitbit, which, if I'm honest, I've become a bit obsessed with. If I don't hit my 10,000 in a day, I start marching around the lounge. Um, So, yes, walking is important. It can help us clear our heads. We can get fit while we're doing it. Um, Yeah, walking might be be something that you love, might be something that you hate, um, but it's the thing we're going to be thinking about a bit this morning. And just to get our brains firing and all involved, um, I thought we'd do a bit of a a song quiz because I've realised that walking isn't just a me thing. There's actually quite a few songs that are written about walking. So um, we haven't done one of these for a long time and Jonathan's away, so couldn't ask him for a string quiz box. Um, But what we're going to do is um, we're going to play a song, some of them very short because they very quickly have words that we shouldn't listen to on a Sunday morning. Um, And the first side that puts that hand up and gives me the right answer is going to get a point. So we're going to see which side can get the most points. Does that make sense? But you can only put your hand up if you know the answer. Okay. Right. um, Let's go for our first one. Is that okay? Yes. It is walking on sunshine. That was wonderful. So point to this side. (laughs) Well done. Um, Okay. Next song, please. Yeah. Walking in the air. Well done. <laughs> I can barely hear it. I was like, isn't it beautiful? Lovely. Reminds me of Christmas. I'm not going to sing. Who was singing then? Was that you, Evan? <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, so point each. Okay, next song. When you walk. Will? You will never walk alone. Nice one. Um, Okay, so it's two, one. I think we've got two more songs. (laughs) You would walk 500 miles. Point to this side. That's the one we have to stop fairly quickly. Um, Okay, and okay, so it's two all. Is that right? Okay, so this is the decider. Yes, it is Walk This Way. <laughs> what a tune. Um, well done. So this side one, I have no prizes, but just go with the glory of knowing you won. Um, okay, so 
Um, songs about walking are important. Walking is important to me. Um, you will also be pleased to know that walking is important in the Bible. Um, so Genesis 3, verse 8, one of my favorite verses says about Adam and Eve. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And obviously things then go a bit wrong, but we are sort of encouraged to know that God loves walking with his people. He met his people in the garden. They went walking, they spent time together, and I really love that. And then later on in Matthew verse 14, we have the story of Peter walking on water, walking towards Jesus. When things are tricky, Jesus meets us by walking alongside us, and I love that. So, um, on to today's Bible reading, um, we are thinking about this road to Emmaus, this walk. It's about more than one person, so it's two people, two followers of Jesus, walking with him. Um, but it's the direction that they're taking that I think is really important for us to notice to start off with. They're walking to Emmaus, so Jesus has died, they've seen the empty tomb or heard about the empty tomb, and they're choosing to walk in a different direction. They're walking seven miles away to a place called Emmaus. And then miraculously, they are joined by somebody, somebody that they don't recognize, but that we are told is Jesus. And I wonder if you've ever been somewhere where you have been um, not recognized or you've been somewhere and someone's recognized you and you have no idea who they are. This happens to me all the time. I am awful with names. I'm usually all right with faces, but with names, I'm awful. And actually, I was halfway through writing this talk and I went to get my hair cut. And I walked in and the hairdresser said, oh, I know you. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I had no idea. And it turned out she'd had children who'd gone to the school and recognized me from assemblies and stuff. So it was okay not to recognize her. But, um, but yeah, these guys were followers of Jesus. They should have recognized him. They should have known who he was. But actually, in verse 16, we're told that they were almost blinded to him. They, they were kept from recognizing him. And I just wonder why. I wonder if it's because perhaps they wouldn't have been as honest about how they were feeling or what they were experiencing if they were, knew that they were walking alongside Jesus. But, but we don't know. Um, and to me, this Bible passage is a bit like the parables that Jesus told. We know it's a real story. We know that it happened. But to me, it's almost like a parable. He uses this walk to Emmaus to sort of remind them and remind us that we have a choice to follow Jesus, to go his way or to turn around and go our own way, to go a different direction. Um, now, we don't know the name of both of these followers. We know one of them's clear past. We don't know the other one. I always feel quite sorry for him. It would have been nice to have had his name in, I'm sure. Um, but we do know, verse 14 and 15, they're heading in the wrong way. And verses 19 to 24 tells us that they knew about Jesus' teachings, about his death. They knew about the empty tomb, but they could not understand where Jesus had gone and what was going on now. And uh, I just wonder if that is, um, has any similarity to where we are in our lives. I wonder if any of us are choosing to take our own road rather than the road God is leading us on. It might not be our whole lives. We might be Christians. We might read our Bible. We might follow God. But there might be an area of our life that we are choosing to go our own way in. 
in our friendships or in our work or in our school or how we use our resources. Or it may be that we've never chosen to follow Jesus and maybe we are living life our own way, but actually maybe we're excited to follow this road that Jesus offers. So today... Um, As with any good walk, you should always have a picnic, I think, or stop at a nice cafe. Um, So I've got some picnic baskets. They aren't filled with food, I'm afraid, and you can't keep the items if you come and help me. You could last week, but not this week. Um, So we've got three baskets to open, which are going to tell us three things about this story and that hopefully will help us on our journey to Jesus. So first basket is this one. I did feel really bad about this one, and you'll realise... Why, when we open it? Would anyone like to come and open this basket and find out what's in it? Yes, come on. I'll do these bits for you. Don't be scared, okay? (laughs) Do you want to take her out? (laughs) You can actually put your hand in her. She's a puppet. Look at that. Thank you so much. So, first thing that we might uh, need on our journey, our journey with Jesus, is this lady. She's supposed to be like a grandma. Thanks so much. Shall I rest her here and you can go and sit back down? Thank you. Um, She's supposed to be like a grandma. I did feel bad sticking her in a picnic camper. Um, But anyway, um, the the idea... I'm going to be for a minute. The idea of finding this person along the way, along the, uh, the faith journey, is that sometimes it's really important to have someone to walk with who is older than us and wiser than us in the Christian faith. It doesn't have to be someone super old. It can just be someone who's been a Christian a bit longer than us and perhaps has figured out some answers to questions along the way. Um, And Jesus tells these two followers about this because he reminds them about Moses and all the prophets. And I think there's something really powerful about hearing other people's stories of the Christian faith, of being reminded of times in our lives or in other people's lives when God has really shone through, when he's made a difference, when he's met that need, when he's helped us in that situation. So, yeah, so the first thing we might need in our walk along the Christian journey is someone older and wiser who can talk through our questions with us. So that might be going to an alpha course. It might be joining a small group. It might just be talking to a friend you know who, yeah, who is faithful and filled with Jesus. So someone to walk alongside. Second one. Oh, I've lost my... Oh, no, it's there. Uh, Is this one. This one's not quite so scary. Does anyone want to come and open this basket for me? Yeah, come on up. I'm going to put her behind. I feel like she's a distraction. (laughs) There you go. Do you want to open that one? Hold it up so everyone can see. There we go. A Bible. Thank you so much. Let's pop that there. Um, So secondly, it's really important we have people we can talk to about our faith. But also, when we're going on a long journey, I'm rubbish at reading maps, but my husband is brilliant and just loves, he has like a collection of them. Um, the The Bible is like our map for our Christian journey. The answers are in there if we need them. And verses 25 to 27, um, Jesus actually tells the followers that they're wrong. He reminds them of the plan for Jesus's life and that this, is, this plan has happened. He calls them foolish. 
This might seem a bit harsh, but sometimes um, we need to be reminded that the things we're doing or the way we're living isn't quite right. And God's word can point those things out to us. But it can also bring us life and bring us joy. And there's no way that we can grow as Christians if we aren't focusing on our Bible and reading that each day. Okay, last picnic basket. I'm afraid I didn't have a proper one, so it's sort of like a... I don't know, buffet basket or something. Um, Who wants to come and have a look? Yes, come on up. So on our journey, we might need people to help us. We need the Bible. We also need this. Can you hold it up and ravel it? It's actually a massive whistle. Have you ever seen a whistle that big? Thank you so much. Let's pop that there. Um, So uh, the idea of a whistle is sometimes we need to get other people's attention. We actually used this in youth group on Thursday and it wasn't very loud. Um, But we sometimes need to get people's attention. Verses 28 to 32 show us that Jesus... um, encouraged them to go and um, oh, the followers encouraged Jesus to stay with him. They said, stay with us. They didn't recognize him. They still didn't know who he was, but they w- wanted to be in his company. And then when he broke the bread and they shared supper together, their eyes were opened and they could see who he was. And then verses 33 to 35 is them heading back and telling everybody who they'd seen, what had happened, who they'd met, and how incredible Jesus is and was. So sometimes we are called as Christians to share the faith with other people. We need to get their attention somehow. So I've got a little um, activity for us to do just as I finish up. Um, You might have noticed some very wonky roads stuck up on the wall. There's um, some up in the balcony too. That one's super wonky. It was a funny angle. Um, But there are some roads along the side of the walls. There's also some post-it notes um, up on the sides and some pens and pencils. And I just wonder if it might be time for some of us to either commit to Jesus and following his road for the first time or to recommit a certain area of our lives to him. You might want to tell him some of the questions that you have at the moment. You might want to commit to seeking God through reading his word each day. You might want to commit to talking to Jesus about others. Maybe there's someone on your heart that you know you need to share about Jesus with. Or it might be that there's something you need to say sorry for. Now, not everybody wants to do this, and that's absolutely fine. But we're going to put a song on in a moment. And I'm going to encourage you, if you would like to, to grab a pen or a pencil, grab a post-it, and stick up whatever it is on that road that you want to commit to, to draw yourself closer to Jesus at this time. You might want to just sit and reflect. You don't have to write the whole thing down. You can just do a letter or a word. But why don't I pray for us and then we'll do that. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for this road to Emmaus where you met your people and you showed who you are. Thank you that you love us and thank you that we can come to you with our questions, with our sorries, with our desire to share you with other people. And that when we commit to doing those things, you will join us in those. So Lord, as we spend time with you now, I pray that you will put on our hearts the things that you would like us to do. In Jesus' name. Amen. So the baskets are at the side. We're going to play a song just for two or three minutes. And then I'll call us together for a prayer at the end.
close in a prayer. Father, thank you that we can gather in your name here. Thank you that you put things on our hearts that you want us to do. And Lord, for those commitments we've made today, I pray that we would know you in them, holding our hands. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. Okay, um, if I could invite the band back, that would be great. Um, We have another song coming up. It's one that does have actions. So if anyone would like to come and do actions at the front, you'd be really welcome to. Um, We're going to sing My Lighthouse. 